Regarding the Takana of Kriyas Parsha Zohar, reading Parsha Zohar, the Shabbos before Purim, we say Zohar Asasharasalocha Amalek, the Mogan Avram asks, we find other mitzvahs that are associated with remembering various different things. There are the Schirois that we mention or are alluded to in Birchis Kriyashma and Kriyashma, such as Matan Torah, the story of Amalek, Maisim Miriam, Shabbos, Maiseo Egel. Why is it that the Takana was specifically to read in the Torah, the Parsha of Amalek, and we don't have such a Takana in regards to the other Zechirois? The Mogan Avram answers, that Matan Torah we actually have Chagatzeres, we have Shavuos. So too when it comes to Shabbos, so of course we have every single Shabbos, we're remembering Shabbos. Then we have Maise Miriam, the story with Miriam, and Maise Egel. Says the Mogan Avram, there was nothing established specifically for those because they ultimately mention or remind us of a disgraceful thing that a disgraceful thing, but that happened by the Yidden. The Rebbe says, seemingly, this is not enough of an answer because if the reason we don't read some of these things as a parsha is because we have special Yom Tovim as mentioned before or Shabbos, so regarding Maisiyah Molek, we have Purim itself which is connected also with remembering and erasing Amalek. In fact, the reading of Purim is the parsha. What are we going to read in the Torah on Purim? We actually read also Milchemes Amalek, Vayavoy Amalek we read. And furthermore, the Rebbe says, the fact that we read Parsha Zohar, the Shabbos before Purim, the Gemara says, is so that we shouldn't have the observing of the ideas on Purim before remembering it on the Shabbos before Purim. In other words, the whole idea of Purim is the Asiyah, the observing that which we remember on Parsha Zohar. So in other words, on Purim, we definitely have this concept. So why do we need Parsha Zohar beforehand? So if, why is it that we need to have a special Takana for the reading of Parsha Samolik to the extent that we even call it Shabbos Parsha Zohar and so on? Says the Rebbe, this itself tells us that the Takana of Parsha Zohar is not only because, because there isn't a special time to remember the story of Amalek, but rather there's something unique and special in Schiras Maise Amalek compared to the other Schiras. So we need to understand what is this unique idea of remembering Maise Amalek, which does not exist by the other Schiras, for which we made specifically this idea as a Kriya in the Torah. And the Rebbe says seemingly just the opposite, on the contrary. The other Zechirois are very, very general ideas in the way a Yid needs to behave at every single time and every single place. So for example, we have the idea that to remember Maimed Har Sinai, the idea of Matan Torah, this is the foundation, this is the base for all of Torah and mitzvahs. When it comes to Shabbos, Shabbos is considered one of the mitzvahs, clearly is a very general mitzvah, and that if that affects not only the day of Shabbos, but also has an impact on all the six days of the week. Now speaking on the other side, in other words, in the negative things, the Maisei or Egel, which is of course again something very crucial, this is the exact opposite of Anoichi and Loi the idea of Emunas Hashem, so the idea of Cheto Egel goes exact, is, is, is warning us not to do the exact opposite of that. Furthermore, the Rebbe says, the Pasuk says regarding Cheto Egel, that whenever, whenever Hashem punishes for any Averis, there's also some of the Cheto Egel included in that. 
So that will remind the Yid how he needs to be careful in the ideas of Sur staying away from Averis, so that we don't, don't come to uh, a situation where Hashem needs to punish us for it. Which, of course, being careful from Averis also includes that we should be, make sure to be careful in Asei Toiv, so we can understand it. Maisei Ha'egel is something of very, very great and important nature. Even Maisei Miriam, says the Rebbe, which seemingly is only a detail, a specific idea, which wasn't, didn't have impacts for all of Klal Yisrael, for all generations. But at least here, there's also a very clear hayrah to all Yidin, to what extent we need to be careful of Lashon Hara, which is, of course, Lashon Hara, a very, very serious Aveda, from this most serious Aveda, Chazal tell us that it's Magdil Avoinus, that it increases sin, equivalent to the three Avedas of Aveda Zorah, Gili Arayis and Shvichas Damim. And at the same time, although it's a very serious Aveda, it's also one that's very, very careful to be completely, completely careful not to ever be over on Lashon Hara. But at least, again, all of these we can understand why it's so important to remember them and to mention them. When it comes to Shiras Maisei Amalek, on the other hand, so first of all, it's a mitzvah protest, it's an individual mitzvah, and seemingly it doesn't have a lesson for every single time in his general conduct, and furthermore, to say that not only it has some sort of lesson, but to say that it has such a major, major lesson for which we need to make a special parsha in the Torah and remember it. The Rebbe says the question becomes even bigger. The purpose of remembering what Amalek did is clearly to erase Amalek, to get rid of Amalek, as the Pasek itself says. After it says, Zohar, to remember what Amalek did, the Pasek goes on and says, When Hashem gives you rest from all of your enemies, so make sure then to go ahead and erase the memory of Amalek. And as the Rambam puts it, the Rambam explains that the Abishta commanded us, Hashem commanded us to remember what Amalek did and to hate Amalek at every time. And that we should arouse ourselves and others by speaking about it. And all of this was the purpose of it, in orderly hilachim boy, to then go ahead and fight Amalek. So the question then becomes, since these days we can't fulfill this idea practically of erasing Amalek, because first of all, the mitzvah of Mechias Amalek is only when Yidin are on their land, and in a situation where they are settled, and b'menucha, they're having their, their rest, as the Pasuk says, that Hashem gave you rest from all of your enemies around in the land that Hashem is giving you. Number two, even if technically we would have these conditions, it still wouldn't be possible to erase Amalek nowadays, because we know, again, something that Chazal tell us, that Sancheiriv came up and he mixed up all the nations in the world. So now any single person that we see is... We say, call the parish, miruba parish, which we say means that we need to judge every person that is coming from the majority of the nations, which is not Amalek. So we can't punish anyone or fight anyone as an Amaleki. So therefore, the question from all of this is that the concept of schiras Amalek bizman is not even so practical, practical at all, because we're not even going to get to then go ahead, ahead and erase Amalek. And yet, it's specifically regarding remembering this idea of Amalek. This is the one that gets a special Kriya. This is the one that gets a special Shabbos. Says the Rebbe, we're going to understand all of this by first explaining the general idea of Mitzvah Schiris Amalek. And again, we have some questions on this. Number one, since as we just said, the point of remembering what Amalek did is to erase Amalek. So why is there an obligation of remembering Amalek nowadays in the time 
when Alpitoira, it's not even possible to go ahead and erase Amalek. Number two, why do we even need a special command to remember what Amalek did in order, as the Rambam says, to then arouse us to go and fight with him? Why isn't it just enough to, the Torah should tell us to go ahead and erase the memory of Amalek? And the Rebbe gives an example with something similar. Regarding the seven nations, it says, don't let them live. We don't find a special tzivu, a special mitzvah, that we need to remember all the bad things that they have done. And therefore, now that we remember the bad things that they have done, oh, now we'll go and fight them. And by Amalek, we do say there's an Indian in remembering. So what's the idea? This itself tells us, says the Rebbe, that even though it's true that the purpose of remembering Amalek is to go ahead and erase Amalek, but really there is something that's accomplished in Zchiras Amalek even just by itself. In fact, says the Rebbe, this is why the Rambam, and so to other Moinei mitzvahs, those that enumerate the mitzvahs, count Mechias Amalek, erasing Amalek, and remembering what Amalek did as two separate things, and they each have their own gedarim, their own definitions, their own separate, and when they apply, when they don't apply, and, so, and to who it applies. For example, the Rebbe says, Mechias Amalek, erasing Amalek, that's actually a mitzvah that's called a choival atzibur. It's an obligation on Yidin as a klal Yisrael, on the, on the community together. According to some opinions, it goes even further than that. It's a mitzvah on the melech of the tzibur. And the mitzvah, as we said before, has a number of conditions. It's only after the Yidin went into Eretz Yisrael and other conditions. Whereas the mitzvah of remembering what Amalek did, this is a mitzvah on each and every individual. And furthermore, it's a mitzvah tmidis. It's a mitzvah of all times, in every time, in every place. And this is accomplished through just remembering what Amalek did. In other words, this idea that what, what is accomplished by remembering Amalek, this is what we say is an Indian Kloli in the whole Torah, even more than the other Schirois, as we'll soon see. And this, as the Rebbe is going to explain, is the reason why we are being told to remember and we read it in the Torah and we have a Shabbos, etc. To explain, says the Rebbe the Beeris, the idea of Amalek, Chassidus tells us, the point of Amalek is he is someone that knew his master, he knew his creator, he knows Hashem, and yet he intentionally rebels against Hashem. And this is why a Yid, before he could go ahead, and even before he could actually practically erase Amalek, in the simple sense, there's also first the idea in a more general way that he has to first make, make sure that within him himself, in his own nefesh adam, in his own avoida, there isn't a concept of Amalek. There isn't a concept of Yehideyas, of being able to know Hashem and yet go ahead and rebel against him. And this is referring to, says the Rebbe, even in a subtle way, as the Rebbe will explain. And the Rebbe says, this is really what Zchiras Amalek is about. We're not only remembering Amalek in order to go ahead then and do something about it in the sense of killing out, erasing the Amalek in the literal sense, or that by remembering what Amalek did, we're going to make sure not to do something negative, like in the case of Maisim Miriam, we'll remember, to ensure that we don't say Lashon Hara. Rather, the Rebbe is going to show us now that Zchiras Amalek itself, just remembering what Amalek did, that itself is already accomplishing a certain mechias amolik, getting rid of amolik, the amolik inside of us, inside of the person, even just remembering what amolik is about, that already achieves something very major. And the Rebbe explains, you can have a situation by a yid, that there is an amolik inside of himself that's trying to get him to rebel against the Ebishtachas v'shalom, 
And therefore, when you have the Zohar as a Sha'asalakha with inside the person himself, that itself is going to help him erase and get rid of the Amalik in him. In other words, it's going to be uprooted and completely eradicated, erased. Any sort of inclination, any sort of movement towards this idea of being able to, on the one hand, know the Abishter, and then go ahead and intentionally rebel against him. And it's based on this that we'll understand that it's this Zechira, remembering this idea, that we connect with a special reading in the Torah. Why is that? Because Torah is the balabayis, has control over the metzius of the world. When, when, Torah, when Torah says something, then that itself changes the reality of the world. The Rebbe connects this with a famous Maimar Chazal to Yerushalmi on the Pasuk Lakel, Goymer Olai, that based on a psak of Basin, the reality of the world changes. And this is why we're going to connect Schira Samolik with reading it in the Torah. Because when we read it in the Torah, then, then that remembering of Amalek becomes so powerful that it actually destroys Amalek, the Amalek inside the Nefesh. Now before the Rebbe goes ahead and explains it, the Rebbe first discusses this idea of Pasha Zohar being a mitzvah haseim in HaTorah. And the Rebbe says, this is one of the reasons why reading Pasha Zohar according to some Poiskim is actually a mitzvah haseim in HaTorah. And the Rebbe explains one of the special advantages of a mitzvah midoyeraisa compared to a mitzvah midrabonon is the fact that mitzvahs doyeraisa have a greater impact and change on the world and in the world. The Rebbe says it's known that there's an arichos, there's great discussion in the Yacharoinim, which differentiate between Isurim doyeraisa and Isurim drabonon. Isuri doyeraisa, an Isur that's from the Torah, is called an Isur Chefzo, which means the object itself became something that's despicable, something disgusting, something that's prohibited. Whereas when it comes to the Yisuri, Yisuri de Rabbanon, according to a number of opinions, it's not about the object itself. Rather, the Chachamim had placed this prohibition on the person, that the person should not um, take part of a certain object. But it's not that there is inherently something wrong with the object. Now, the Rebbe is going to preempt a certain question over here. And what the Rebbe says, we are going to find in some ways mitzvahs de Rabbanon are greater. And the Rebbe is going to explain why that does not impact what we just said, that mitzvahs to Raisa have a stronger impact on the world. And the Rebbe explains. The fact that mitzvahs de Rabbanon have an advantage over mitzvahs to Raisa, as the Chazal say, that the words of the Chachamim, de Rabbanon, are sweeter in a certain sense. That's mainly concerning the person, meaning to say, when, because these are mitzvahs that the Rabbanon added, so this is more expressing the special sweetness, the special desire that a Yid has to be a servant of Hashem. And this is why the Yid turns to Hashem and says, give us more mitzvahs, give us decrees. And furthermore, even once Hashem gives him decrees, the Chachamim, the Yidin come along and add even more decrees or make fences to the Torah and to those decrees to make further fences in order because we want to be, we want to ensure to be extra cautious from any of the Averis of the Torah, to be able to fulfill the Xeris, so we make even a further fence. So again, that's only as far as the person is concerned, there's a certain mile in mitzvahs and Rabbonon. Another point that Rebbe says, by mitzvahs and so since as we just said, they actually have a bigger impact on the world itself in a much stronger way, so we don't notice as much, it's possible not to notice as much, that the mitzvah is purely only coming because of Hashem, that Hashem commanded it. Because since the mitzvah has such power that it's accomplishing certain things in the world, 
Sometimes we can get overwhelmed by this tremendous, let's call it spiritual impact on the world or physical impact that it's going to cover over the Kabbalah's oil that we need to have in the mitzvah, that we're purely doing it because Hashem said it. Because we realize, wow, the mitzvah is impacting the world. Whereas by mitzvah, which we just said that the mitzvah itself, the impact on the world is not so strong. So therefore, what's more, what's being expressed even more is the fact that we're just doing it because that, that's what Hashem wants. Not because it's achieving great things in the world. We're only doing it because we're a servant of Hashem and we want to fulfill the Ratzoin and the Tzivu of the Melech. And as we said before, to take it even a step further, to make extra fences and so on. But now going back to the original point. So as far as the person is concerned, yes, there is some, a certain advantage of mitzvahs from the Rabbonon. But again, as far as the Chefz, as far as the object is concerned, so when we say that a mitzvah needs to accomplish and change the world, so there it's just the opposite. A mitzvah de Raisa has that power of the Torah to affect, to change the chefts of the reality of the world in a way that you don't have it by mitzvahs from the Rabbonon. And the Rebbe concludes this part by saying, this is why Kriyas Pasha Zohar is a mitzvah same in Torah. Because that's going to give us that additional koyach that just by mentioning, remembering Amalek, reading it in the Torah, should achieve the Mechias Amalek, erasing the Amalek, in this case, in other words, the Amalek inside the person. The Rebbe explains, since Chiras Amalek is a mitzvah, to me this is an ongoing mitzvah, it's understood, that obviously this is something that, this is something that applies to every single Yid at all times, constantly, he needs to be making sure that he's not falling for this Amalek idea. Now, of course, the Rebbe says, even though there's no room to chas v'shalom, chas v'shalom say, that a Yid needs to always be making sure that he's not on this level of knowing Hashem and intentionally rebelling against Hashem, chas v'shalom to say such a thing, but nevertheless, we still need to be careful that there shouldn't be an Amalek in a more dakus, in a more subtle type of way. Especially that when you have it in a subtle way, it can soft call soft, also end up chas v'shalom in a more serious way, Rahman al so what is this idea of Amalek in a more subtle way? So we have a Pasuk that says regarding Amalek. Regarding the Melcham of Amalek. The Pasuk says, Ki yod al keis yudke, Melcham Hashem ba'amolik. What is the Pasuk telling us? So Chazal say that Hashem's name is not complete. Yudke, we see over here, is only half of Hashem's name. Hashem's name is not complete until Amalek's name is erased. So as long as we have Amalek, the shame is not Peshlemus, we only have that Yudke. In other words, what's Amalek really opposing? Amalek is causing problems or opposing the Vavke of Hashem's name. Which will soon be explained, what is the Yudke and what is the Vavke? But before that, the Rebbe has some questions. First, the Rebbe says, seemingly it's very strange. If Amalek is trying to rebel against Hashem, so then, number one, why is he only opposing the full name of Hashem? And not... Any part of Hashem's name. Why is, he, why is he allowing, so to speak, for the Yudke, not for the Vavke? Number two, why is opposition, when we say he doesn't want the full name of Hashem, why is it on the Vavke, specifically, and not on the Yudke? The Yudke is the higher and greater part of Hashem's name. And finally, the Rebbe says, on the contrary, if we remove the Vavke, you still have a full name of Hashem. Yudke is still one of the seven, one of the names of Hashem that cannot be erased. So why again is it specifically on the Vavke? And the explanation is, the idea of the Dalad Oisis of Shem Havaya and their impact on the Yid and how it expresses itself in the nefesh of the person, the person's avoided because we know that a, a Yid, a Odom is called Adam El and he's compared, he's in the image of the way things are, Lamailo by Hashem, 
So the ideas of Yudke, Vavke, so the Yud and the He are Chachmen Bina, so this explains, which is generally the idea of intellect. And then the Vavke, so the Vav is the Midas, the emotions of the heart. It also refers to the idea of Torah. And the last He refers to more the action part of the mitzvahs, the Dibur, the speech, and the Maisa, the actions, and generally the idea of mitzvahs. So again, Yudke is going to be more the intellect, and the Vavke is going to be more associated with the actions. Says the Rebbe, the main war of Amalek is on the Poyal Mamashan practically going ahead and doing the mitzvahs. In other words, to the intellectual aspects of Torah and of Yiddishkeit on the Yudke, Amalek is not, is not opposing so much. In other words, he, it doesn't bother him the idea that a Yid could know about Hashem. What did we say about Amalek? Yoideya esri boinoi. In other words, to have an understanding of Alikus, that's fine with Amalek. But he doesn't want that it should impact the Midei Shabalev. He doesn't want it should impact your feelings. And that that in turn will impact your Machshav Adibaromaisa, your thought, speech, and action. In other words, his problem was with the Vavke. And on the contrary, says the Rebbe, then if he has the understanding of Alikus, and he still doesn't do it, that is the ultimate Merida, that is the worst type of rebellion. Which is exactly what the Chazal say, He has a knowledge about Hashem, and yet he's intentionally rebelling against Hashem. In other words, his knowledge is not having any impact on his behavior and on his feelings. And it's exactly what Amalek is all about, to have that knowledge and rebel intentionally, not go ahead and do anything about it. Says the Rebbe, this idea of Amalek, that his that he knows Hashem, and that it's not bringing Kabbalah soil to accept his master, or at least the type of Kabbalah soil according to his knowledge of Hashem. And we know that, what's, in other words, the higher a person has knowledge of Hashem, or the more he has knowledge, it should bring him to some sort of level of doing. And again, according to the knowledge, should be more of the doing and, and, and feeling. And the Rebbe says, when we have Kabbalah soil to, to do the mitzvahs, we have the Kabbalah soil that's going to force you to do the Torah and mitzvahs. When you accept the master and you go, you're going to go ahead and have that Kabbalah soil. And when there's lacking the Kabbalah soil, so that in a certain sense is really rebelling against Hashem. Says the Rebbe, this is the idea that every Yid needs to constantly be making sure that he's not falling through in this particular idea. In other words, because in every single level of Avoidah and knowledge of Hashem, there could be some room, some sort of mistake in this idea of whether my Kabbalah soil is really matching and fitting to the knowledge that I have now in Elikos. Says Rebbe, now we can also understand why this idea of Mulchemes HaMolek comes specifically as the Yidin leave Mitzrayim before Matan Torah. Since everything is Bashgacha protests understood that the fact that Mulchemes HaMolek Begashmius was before Matan Torah is because Beruchnius what is Amalek opposing? Amalek is opposing to the idea and to the Chiddush, to the, the novelty of what Matan Torah was all about. We know that the idea of Matan Torah is that Torah loy bashamayim. It's about Torah not remaining in the heavens, not remaining Beruchnius, but that it has to come down Lamatan, come down here into this world. In other words, you have to learn, Bapoyal Mamish learning and doing mitzvahs, maisiyas, mitzvahs and actions specifically. And as we know, in fact, that Hamaisoiker action is the most important thing. In, we know also, this is what the Malachim argued. They said to Hashem, Hamudognuzo, you have this hidden treasure, the Torah. Why don't you give your glory, give the Torah into the heavens? 
Because since Torah is the ultimate and greatest Ruchni is the greatest Ruchni is the thing, so therefore, where should be to know where should Hashem give it? It should be given Allah Shamayim. It should be given not into Olam Hazer, not even to the Ruchnius of Olam Hazer, which would be the Seichel of the person. It should remain completely in the heavens. But when the Yid comes along, and he's Mavatal, he nullifies the idea of Amalek. In other words, he makes sure that from his Moyach, from his intellect, that he is going into his Maise of Apoel. Then we have the Shlemus of the Hashem's name. We have the Vavke as well. Once we have that, we can now also be mevatel, we can negate the argument of the malachim that say, and we could finally have the Torah down here in this world. Says the Rebbe, this is also what tells us the great idea of what Schiris Amalek is all about, and why it's even more important than all the other Schiris, as we mentioned, because Schiris Amalek, this is the Akdama, this is the introduction, this is the condition to be able to have the whole idea of Nisin Asat Torah. Even before a Yid could receive the Torah, he first has to get rid of the Amalek, which is trying to not allow the moich, the intellect, to have an impact on his midas, on his feelings, and on his action. Concludes the Rebbe that through fulfilling the mitzvah of Shiras Amalek, which is Mavatel, the Amalek, inside the person. Through this we hasten, we, speak, we, we bring quicker the fulfillment of the mitzvah. We should be able to erase Amalek in the simple sense, in the whole world, and Begashmias, that will have the union of Minui Melech, the appointment of Malka Meshich of Moshiach himself, which will clarify, he will show who is Amalek, and then he will, Yilcha Mulchemes Hashem, will be able to fight the wars of Hashem, including the Mulcham Hashem Ba'amalek, the war against Amalek, and as it says, V'inatzeach, he will be victorious, and then he will build the base of Mikdash Hashlishi, the Meheira V'yameinu Mamesh.